Hello, and welcome to this podcast from Consider This. Please let me know what you think and tell others about us on social media. This podcast was originally broadcast live on Northumberland 89.7 FM. You can hear this show live every Friday at noon. Thank you for downloading this program, and I hope you enjoy it. Hello, I'm Robert Washburn, and welcome to Consider This Northumberland, a current affairs program dedicated to the issues facing our community. We talk to the people on the front lines and those behind the scenes who make a difference in your life in Northumberland County. So I'm asking you, the listener, to take some time out of your busy day to consider this. In 2012, Port Hope Council adopted a cultural plan with five strategic goals. The municipality would support cultural assets, raise awareness and build on existing assets, strengthen emerging cultural groups, increase cultural participation, and respond to the needs for cultural spaces. These lofty objectives have guided the town for the past decade. Now they are being reviewed by town staff to figure out what should be happening for the next decade. Leslie Murray, Manager of Community, Recreation and Culture, is currently reaching out to the public to get input on what should be happening within Port Hope. A survey is currently underway, but there is a lot more going on. I'm so pleased to have with me today, Leslie Murray, the Manager of Community, Recreation and Culture for Port Hope. Welcome to Consider This Northumberland. Thanks for having me. How would you describe the cultural landscape of Port Hope? Well, it's pretty diverse. Uh, Port Hope has a really diverse, really unique culture, and we differ a lot from our neighboring municipalities. We, we've got a lot of similarities and a lot of commonalities, but Port Hope definitely has some really unique features and some really unique cultural aspects. So tell me a bit about the things that you share with other places in Northumberland. Mm-hmm. I think that um, we're known for some things culturally in Port Hope. Uh, we've got a great music scene. We've got a great restaurant scene. We've got some really diverse programming, and we've got a lot of really strong, really uh, dedicated community partners that lead cultural initiatives and events and festivals and um, all sorts of things that just really define our culture and, and really elevate our culture. Give me a small grocery list, a couple of those things that you've you've just talked about that are specific. Yeah, well, I think that uh, just the, the natural um, environmental aspects of Port Hope add a lot to our culture. So having such a, a long and expansive waterfront and um, having the river running right through the rural areas as well as the downtown core creates some really great cultural opportunities for um, different types of historical uh, signage or interpretive signage. It creates ways where people can interact with uh, with that natural landscape in in great ways, such as the river walk or uh, some of the activities that happen at our beaches. I think also the uh, just the the diversity. If you look at the festivals that are offered in Port Hope, and you look at the events that are offered in Port Hope, they really range in terms of the the ages that they are appeal to. Uh, the people that they recruit, where those people are coming to visit us from. It's it's really diverse for a town the size of Port Hope, and it's something that we continue to be very proud of in Port Hope. What are the challenges for culture in Port Hope? So I think some of the 
the things we just talked about as strengths also present some of the challenges because uh, it is very diverse. The interests and uh, the the different groups that exist in, Co- in Port Hope are very diverse. Um, they're, you know, there's different interests for different times of year. There's different ways that people want to participate. And then additionally, the people participating in our events and in our cultural activities are very diverse. Some are are coming from Port Hope. Some are coming from other places within Northumberland County or or further away. So their needs when when they're engaging with us culturally are different. You talk about this in very general terms. Can you be specific about when you, all these different things that you keep t- alluding to, can you maybe give us some concrete examples so that people who are listening can maybe refer to something or remember something so that they, they have a, a point of reference? Absolutely. Um, an example that I would use would be something like spaces for cultural activities. So we've got lots of different spaces for the municipality that can be rented. There are some private venues. There are some outdoor locations. Um, We often see different interest groups looking to use those same spaces at the same times or or for similar purposes. So finding a balance that um, ensures that all those activities and all those things can still happen and be spaced out over more time would would be an example of one of the things that we would work on. Um, Ensuring that things that are new so so new festivals new ideas uh, new evolutions of events or of activities that um, the community expresses interest in making sure that there's space for those those new evolutions and making sure that there's support from the municipality and from the other event and culture creators in the community to um, help those things get off the ground and help them evolve into into staple events and festivals and opportunities why should anyone care about a cultural plan? Yeah, we hope everyone will care about a cultural plan. And that's that's why we've, we've been out uh, doing community engagement in a really large way regarding this uh, culture plan uh, revisit or revamp that we're doing. And this, this drives some of the priorities of the activities that happen in the municipality. It helps us, it helps us identify not just what the municipality needs, but what our event partners need what other cultural creators need, what what local businesses need in order to help to evolve this culture and to help to grow this culture in Port Hope, right down to basics. So there, you know, there's the big ideas and, and there's the big themes on what we want Port Hope to feel like and some of the things we want to focus on with culture, right down to the nitty gritty things like we mentioned spaces or um, the process involved in hosting an event or hosting a cultural activity. Is it easy? Is it user-friendly? Can we improve it? That's really interesting because when I was thinking about culture, you know, it's the kind of thing, you know, you think about the, well, the local musicians that play at the Ganey Hotel or mm-hmm. the kids that go to an art camp or, you know, the local artists who have a show at a gallery. There's lots of things that go on like that. How does that differentiate from other activities that go on within the municipality and what makes them unique that fit into this umbrella of cultural planning. Mm-hmm. I think I think each of them is unique, um, and the needs of the the organizers are unique. The needs of the attendees are unique, and I think we see we see not only municipally led events or festivals, we also see events and festivals led by our partners, and those are different. 
Um, the needs are different, the requirements are different, and we want to ensure that this culture plan lays a framework for us to really support those and to really enable that kind of uh, event and festival and opportunity. Now, there are some high-profile cultural activities that appear to dominate the town, and I'm thinking of things like the Capitol Theater, the Float Your Fanny Down the Ganny, the Heritage Architecture. What are some of the cultural gems that people might not know about but should? Mm-hmm. Well, just this past weekend, uh, a local organization, Critical Mass Arts, uh, led their first ever gooseball. So that was a, an event led by uh, Critical Mass and their volunteers and their team. It was led at a municipal facility as part of a, a foundational funding agreement. And it was an event that really aimed to target absolutely everybody. It was uh, all ages. It had um, so many different aspects that anyone attending would have been able to find something of interest and something that appealed to them. And it um, encouraged people to engage with art and arts in the community in a whole different way. So that would be an example of one of those new evolutions that we see coming from one of our partners that will impact the cultural landscape of Port Hope. So for those of us who don't know the name of the group or, or what they did, can you describe the what the group does and what they did on the weekend? Oh, most definitely. So Critical Mass is um, Critical Mass Art is a local organization that um, really strives to bring arts to the community and make sure that it's accessible to all. And they launched their inaugural, they're hoping it will be an annual event, Gooseball. And the Gooseball was um, Critical Mass's sort of take on... Uh, I think they called it democratizing the gala. So, you know, their promotional materials talked about the Met Gala and some of these high profile galas that happen that aren't accessible to all. The Goose Ball encouraged people to come in costumes that celebrated the arts, to bring their kids. The ticket price was extremely reasonable and very affordable. And it involved a whole bunch of different local partners for food, for music, for DJ services, and allowed people just to come out and connect. So, uh, you know, feedback that we heard from parents was it was incredible to be able to experience an, a night out close to home without having to find a babysitter and for their kids to be able to engage in the same way. Um, it, it was just it was a spectacular event. And, and again, I hope it does become an annual event. Things change over time. At one point, there was the All-Canadian Jazz Festival in Port Hope there been the Vintage Film Festival, again, the Float Your Fanny Down the Ganny, the Capitol mm -hmm. Theater, the Farmer's Market, the Canadian Firefighters Museum. All those things have been seminal for a very long time, but things are changing. In 2012, there was a cultural plan adopted by council, but some of these things are no longer around. Some of them still are around. How do you see the cultural landscape changing in Port Hope? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the cultural plan that you mentioned that was adopted in 2012 was based on five pillars. And when we started to look, we're, we're at the midpoint. It's a 20-year plan, so, so we're at the midpoint of that plan. And when we started to look at, you know, sort of a community check-in, what we were able to identify is that the pillars are, are still very valid and the pillars are still really relevant. Where we want to consult the community and we want to look at um, updating is the activities related to those pillars. So our community engagement has been focused on identifying, you know, just what you've asked, 
what what's changed, what's important right now. We're coming out of a pandemic that's been hugely impactful, um, you know, for the municipality and, and also for many of our partners and many of the not-for-profit groups and small businesses locally and what they need in order to continue or, or in order to innovate and to grow might look really different than, you know, it did in the, the landscape of 2012. So we're, we're really hoping to find new ways to take those pillars, those five pillars, and really activate them and make them relevant, make them um, doable, and take the community feedback to identify the most important steps related to each of those pillars over the next few years. In that report, it talked about a goal of identifying the town's ability to broaden the cultural participation. Mm-hmm. How successful or not has the town been in achieving that goal? Yeah, we've seen um, participation in cultural events and festivals grow, and we've seen uh, a lot of new partners and a lot of new activities. Of course, um, you know the the few years that were impacted by COVID played a had a big impact there. So we saw a few years of a lot of contraction in this sector. And then as we're coming out of that, we're starting to see um, new event organizers come back with ideas and and things that they want to activate within Port Hope. We're seeing um, partners that we've worked with before reactivating their events and reactivating their activities and finding new ways to deliver. So I think it. I think it has been successful, and I think it's. I think it's a uh, always a moving target. We always want to keep looking at increasing that participation, and as things change, we've got to adapt to do that. So when we have um, you know people coming to Port Hope from other communities, they might have different expectations or different ideas that they can bring and they can share with us and allow us to you know keep that evolution to make sure things stay relevant and stay engaging. Also in the report, it talked about collaboration and partnerships, and you've mentioned many times in our conversation already the importance of these partnerships working collaboratively with the community. Can you give us some examples of this type of activity and these partnerships so that people might better understand what you're talking about when you allude to this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's one of the most important parts of this plan is um, Port Hope's culture is is a huge and enormous uh, canvas. So the municipality certainly uh, runs some events and festivals and, and facilitates a lot of cultural activities and permitting processes, things like that. But so many partners contribute to developing the culture whether it's um, agricultural partners or event partners, art partners, all different kinds of partners. And that's that's really our goal is to further those partnerships and act in a way that's supportive to those partners and those community contacts that want to impact the culture and that want to have cultural offerings within Port Hope. Can you give me some specific examples, some names mm-hmm. and, and events? So some of the best examples would be um, our our three foundational funding partners. So the municipality has just launched foundational funding agreements with three partners in the community. So these are partners that have previously come through the community grant uh, program and um, met a certain criteria based on number of years funded and, and some other things. So we've developed foundational funding agreements with those partners being Critical Mass Art, uh, the Capital Theater, and Floater Fanny. So working with those three groups, those three organizations, 
we've worked on foundational funding agreements that really define how the partnership will evolve and the ways that we can work together to have more impact than if we were, you know, working separately and to make sure that we're, um, we're supporting those partners appropriately and recognizing the work that they do in Port Hope to impact the culture and, and just to really uh, change what it's like to live here, change what it's like to visit here. What about the smaller organizations, the smaller arts groups that are, are looking to either grow themselves or to start up? What what does Port Hope offer them and what's being done to nurture those groups so that they can one at some point down the road become like mm -hmm. these other bigger partners? Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's it. Exactly. We, we want to nurture those smaller partners. And we want to nurture those new ideas. So the a lot of what's happened while we've been collecting feedback to drive the, the culture plan revamp or the culture plan refresh is getting out and meeting with those partners. So we've held multiple focus groups, multiple on online surveys, some lunch and learn sessions, some planning sessions, some pop-up activations around town through the summer to try to connect with as many of these groups as possible. And here, what do you need? What, what, what would help you from a cultural perspective? How can the municipality support and how can we work together? Um, and I mentioned before, you know, things like process and permitting, we want to hear from these smaller organizations when they apply to host an event, what went really smoothly and, and where can we um, adapt or where can we evolve? You mentioned this earlier in conversation and I'd like to come back to it a bit and that's space for cultural activities. Mm -hmm. Is there sufficient space in Port Hope to host or to uh, enable all these events to take place or is there a need to create more? Yeah, so we're hearing, we're, we're talking a lot about in the, about that in those feedback sessions. And I think that um, we, we could always use more space. However, we're trying to identify ways to better leverage the spaces that do exist and, and to better promote the spaces that do exist, be they municipal, private, um, you know, promoting use of our parks, promoting use of our outdoor spaces, uh, even looking at uh, the expansion that's happening at our town park recreation center and figuring out what opportunities that could present. So space is, is definitely a, a hot topic. In the 2012 report, there was a recommendation to create a toolkit for culture. Did that ever happen? Mm -hmm. So we did create the A to Z guide for event planning that's available on our website. And it does a really good job of breaking down some of the kind of most common asks and most common questions and directing people in the, to the right spot or the right area to get the information they need to get started. Um, we, we did create a, a culture timeline, which um, is, you know, in, in need of some updating at this point and, and part of this culture plan refresh. And I think from this feedback and from this, uh, this project, this collaborating on culture sort of check-in on our, our culture plan, we'll be able to identify what the needs are now. What would people like and what would help people? What would uh, help our partners feel supported and, and help those coming to the community um, be able to access what they need to chip in on creating culture? How is the diversity and multicultural nature of Port Hope reflected in the town's activities? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... 
when when someone wants to hold a cultural event or they want to um, create an opportunity in the community, the process would would be similar for anyone wanting to apply. So uh, it, it certainly doesn't discriminate and it allows for a development of, of new festivals and new opportunities. And we are working with the partners that we've been talking to to try to figure out how we can promote more diversity. So, you know, working with our Indigenous partners to ensure that we're creating space and opportunity for celebrations and and events that are uh, important to their culture and that we're giving others the opportunity to connect to those events and those opportunities. Working with different interest groups and just making sure that we've kind of we're always trying to evolve. We're, we're not offering the same Canada Day celebration that we offered um, 50 years ago, and we won't be offering the same Canada Day celebration 20 years from now. It wasn't too long ago that there was a, a great deal of controversy around a statue in front of Town Hall. And um, at the time, there were reports done and, and suggestions made, but it's become a, a point of debate is this plan going to address things like the statue and other cultural uh, artifacts and their place within the community? That's definitely being discussed within the municipality and will be represented in some ways through this plan, but I think it's a, a discussion that's bigger than this this plan. Um, we, we are working on an Indigenous consultation policy and I believe that policy will help guide some of the decision making around, um, you know, different culturally sensitive initiatives or or events. How can people participate in the creation of this new cultural plan? There's a lot of ways to participate. So uh, we we currently have a community survey open, so it's available on myporthope.ca. And this community survey, again, gives you the opportunity to answer some yes and no and multiple choice questions, but also to uh, make comments in most of the sections. We're getting some really robust feedback through this survey. And the results are, are the uh, responses, sorry, are, are coming in at a, at a good rate. Uh, it's open until May 12th. And we are doing everything we can to really drive responses. So it's promoted on social media and our website. And we've got uh, staff out and about trying to solicit responses at different busy locations throughout Port Hope. So we'd really hope that uh, that anyone interested might participate in, in that survey. We've also hosted, as I mentioned, um, quite a few pop-ups and focus groups. And through those focus groups and pop-ups, we've kept track of every comment that's come in. We've, uh, we've got pictures, we've got uh, links people have sent us for ideas and thoughts from other communities. And all of that information is, is being pulled together to, again, looking at the five pillars to develop some next steps and develop some priorities over the next few years um, within the existing cultural plan, but sort of a, a refocus of what do we need to do right now and what do we need to do in the next couple of years to really drive this forward. Is the town hiring any consultants this time around? So we are working with a consultant who administered the survey, who's administering the survey and then uh, doing some interpretation of the results. And then the um, the actual development of the next steps will be done by municipal staff working with some of our volunteers and committees. How much money has been allotted to do the plan? 
So this culture plan, because we're not actually rewriting the culture plan, we're working within an existing culture plan. So this is not a, a, a large financial undertaking. Uh, it's not an, a new plan or a new strategy. This is work being done by municipal staff and volunteers to, again, just to refresh, to take that culture plan, that really uh, in-depth and detailed culture plan that we already have created, and to sort of uh, make sure that it's not sitting on a shelf, make sure that it's not in someone's bookcase, but that it's it's really relevant and digestible in the now. If you could sit down next to somebody in Fort Hope and urge them to become involved in this process, what would you say to them? I would say that um, I, I feel we're incredibly lucky here in Port Hope to have such a diverse culture and to have so many opportunities. And I think we all play a role in in the, you know moving the needle on cultural initiatives. So I would hope um, that we would we would see people wanting to get engaged, wanting to get involved, and and wanting to help sort of shape the the future of Port Hope. We um, we do usually see really great community involvement. We've had great participation in our lunch and learns and in our survey. And when I think of other similar initiatives related to culture, like the Waterfront and Riverwalk master plan that the town's been working on developing, the participation and the community feedback has been uh, incredible. It, there, there's been so much. And this is not just people uh, you know, sending in a one line comment. People are taking time to share with us their ideas and, and the things that really resonate with them. Uh, to give you an example, someone might suggest that they've seen some benches in another community that really promoted social interaction and uh, you know allowed people to look at public art. And they're going away and coming back to send us pictures and descriptions and vendors. And people are getting really involved in this. And, and I think that's probably one of the most important parts of Port Hope Cultures is that people are engaged, our, our residents are engaged, they're interested, they're um, they're invested in this. This is where they live and they want to uh, see a really great future for Porto. So where does it go from here? Yeah, it's getting, we're, we're getting towards the end of the process, which is very exciting. Uh, we are going to be digesting those survey results. And from there, our, our goal is really to come up with sort of our, our big five moves. So we're looking to take each of those pillars and, and really narrow down some steps. Once we've got that um, that sort of narrowing down and some recommendation on the steps, that will go to our Parks Rec and Culture Advisory Committee for review. We'll um, uh, you know open up for some feedback opportunities and we'll keep working at it until we've got it just right. Uh, then it's something that would be uh, released. It will be a very concise uh, sort of uh, synopsis of the culture plan and the current initiatives of the culture plan. And that will be shared far and wide. We're hoping to get that everywhere we can. Leslie Murray, I want to thank you so much for talking to me today. Oh, thanks for having me. Appreciate the opportunity and hopefully you filled out the survey. That was Leslie Murray, Manager of Community Recreation and Culture. I want to thank my guests this week for talking to me. And I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in today. Please join me again next week when we will talk to the people on the front lines and those behind the scenes who make a difference in your life and Northumberland County. So please tune in. If you would like to listen or share this or any podcast, please check out my website at consider-this.ca. 
There you will find past podcasts, news, and other information about life and politics in Northumberland County. Or you can go to the radio station's website at northumberland897.ca. I'm Robert Washburn. Thanks for taking time out of your day to listen in, and I hope over the week you will continue to consider this. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Consider This. If you have any comments or would like to suggest a story, please contact me at considerthisnorthumberland at gmail.com or you can message me on Facebook at Consider This. If you enjoyed this podcast or are looking for more news and information about Northumberland County, please check out my website at consider-this.ca. That's consider-this.ca. And don't forget to share. And again, thank you for listening and stay tuned for more from Consider This.